Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of the First Exchange podcast with me, your host, Lydia Daydal. Well, I had a very special guest in the podcast chair today. I say that about everyone, but he's extra special because I've interviewed him loads of times before. It was, of course, professional MMA fighter Ian Gary. I always say it, I love when anyone comes in to talk on the podcast because more often than not, they're going to tell me something that I didn't know before and that's my favourite thing. But I also do love when it's someone that I've interviewed before or I know that it's kind of like a comfort zone thing. (laughs) Um, So I was delighted that Ian was able to come in and join us on the podcast uh, uh, this week um, for anyone that doesn't know who Ian Gary is he's a professional MMA fighter he is signed to Cage Warriors he's currently undefeated in the welterweight division and he is we would say a top prospect um, anyone who knows anything about Cage Warriors not only are they the, one of the biggest MMA promotions in Europe but they're also the gateway to the UFC and have signed some of the UFC's biggest stars including one Conor McGregor so it's a very exciting time for Ian it's a very exciting time for his gym and it's a very exciting time for Irish MMA he's, he's in a group of young upcoming fantastic athletes who will no doubt make an imprint on not only the MMA scene but UFC as well uh, here's hoping um, so we got to talking about the journey so far and delve a little bit inside his mind Ian does not stop talking he will say he will tell you that him, himself when you hear the podcast but he is an absolute pleasure to be around he's 23 years old and he's such a massive insight into life where he wants to be in life what he wants to achieve his goals um, really was a fantastic chat so without further ado let me leave you go to enjoy the 54th episode of the First Exchange podcast with professional MMA fighter Ian Gary Welcome, Ian Gary. So excited. I always like, obviously love everyone that comes in here, but when it's like from my comfort zone, (laughs) it's even better. Look, you know you're going to get a conversation out of me. It's hard to shut me up, so I definitely get it. Shane, our producer here, every time like, you know, I'm leaving the studio, like, who have we got next week? You know, and I'm always like, oh, it's this person, that person. And then I was like, I've got Ian Gary in next week. MMA fighter, we do not need to worry. He is going to chat. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We'll be fine. <laughs> I've been like that since I was since day one. Like literally, like every single parent teacher meeting was like, Ian's lovely. He just needs to know when to stop talking. <laughs> and they're like, my mom and dad would sit me down and be like, like Ian, like you need to cu- you need to stop. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It really isn't. Like I'm, I'm, I've said it to all of them. They're like, no. I'm not changing myself. They can pull up on it. If they don't like it, then that's their fault. Absolutely. Well, listen, it's paid off because, you know, it's worked out well for you in your MMA career. It has. It's it's working well so far and it will hopefully continue to work there once we keep putting the graft in and keep moving and keep doing what we're doing. I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking. I'll never, <laughs> I'll, I don't think I'll ever stop that. The lads in the gym call me the lip. 
That's, no, is that your little name? That's my nickname in the gym. Like the nickname <laughs> is the future outside of the gym, but in the gym it's the lip. Like, and you can understand why. It's because <laughs> I, I literally I'll walk in, I'll just look at someone, and I, like lately it's been it's been my mate Leon Hill. I'm just looking at him going, "You're getting it today. Like you are getting it." And he just looked at me going, oh, "Stop it!" And I'm like, "Smashed. You, you better I'm, bring it." I'm glad to hear Leon is down with you guys. Yeah, he's, Leon, Leon's been putting a lot of hard graft in. He's been he's been working with me a lot because he's, he's near enough my weight. Like, yeah. and he's just he's, he wants to learn. He's a dog and, and I, yeah. I like him a lot He's I a really like Leon I know Leon a long time since yeah. the Drahada days when yeah. I was like really young you know what <laughs> I mean and it's funny because I always saw something in him you know what I mean I always mm. saw like if he sticks at it and he trains hard, yeah. he really could do something. He no, had he that look, he's right? A, he's a grafter. He puts the hard work in and he, and he wants to get better and he wants to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, And I brought him over to my last fight with me and then he ended up getting a, a short notice fight. Yeah. And then honestly, I nearly punched him when he... When he, he basically, like, I know it's no excuse. Like, look, he lost. That was it. He was drained from a weight cut. We understand that. That's fine. But... The fucker ordered a pizza the first night or this, and I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there going, like, I was like, you should have just ordered chicken, and he kind of knew it, but I just didn't say it to him, and I left him at it, and then he got the call, and he was sitting in the bath, like that, going, yeah, I'll get there, bro, making these, oh, uh, uh, making noises to get him through. Hey, stay ready. They don't say it for no reason. Oh, I told him, I sat him down before the fight, before uh, before the camp, and I said, look, I said, I don't mean this in a bad way, I said, but you're gonna get bashed in this camp. And I said, I mean that as a, as a friend. I said, you're going to get, like, put through your paces. Like, I'm not going to go easy on you. And he was like, don't. I don't want that. He was like, he was like, go hard. He was like, do exactly what. He was like, you've got to fight. He's like, if I can't handle it, then that's my fault. And it's exactly what he did. He's gotten, in the last, like, whatever, three months mm-hmm. since that fight and onto this one, he has improved so much and he's, he's just going to keep improving. But, like, stuff like that, that's basically all the lads in the yeah. gym. Like, every we have this really good atmosphere in the gym and it's 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 from the bottom to the top it's it's brought in from chris and tom all the way down to mm-hmm. kind of literally and the newest member of the gym when they walk in the door everyone's showing the same respect obviously like there's just certain groups like with the mma lads we're all yeah. mates like we all train we literally train each other every single day mm-hmm. like we're all going to events with each other we're traveling to different countries fighting so we just click more yeah and, and we all have the same kind of interests mm-hmm. and, and we talk about things but Everyone gets ro- roasted. Everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You like everyone gets slagged. Like someone. I remember there was there was a kid in the gym and Chris and Chris and a couple of lads were going at me. It was my day to get it, so everyone was going at me. And this little kid jumped in and said something about me, and everyone stopped. And Chris just goes, "Hold on a fucking minute. <laughs> who we?" Who are you? He goes, shit rolls downhill, kid. And he goes, he goes, you've got to earn your spot here. And everyone just started laughing. But like, it's just a, that's the way the gym is. We're all just ready it's to go. It's funny, right? How like, I remember when I started jiu-jitsu and I was like, it took me about six months. And then I was just sort of like overwhelmed at like gym dynamic. Yeah. Because it's something that you've never experienced before. It's no. not like going, and I don't, I don't care if I offend just regular gym goers, <laughs> but it's not the same. It's not, no. The, the camaraderie and the team spirit is mm. not the same. No, it's not. You yeah, know? Like when you see people go to the gym, like most, like if I was going, like when I go to my strength and conditioning, if I'm not with my, my strength and conditioning coach, John Carroll, I will put my headphones in and I, exactly. I, I, go, I go into my own little world. Yes. When I go down to the gym, the only time I do that is when I have a fight coming up and I want to like, Look, lads, I don't want to talk to you today. I just I need to get focused. I need to I need to work. I need to yeah. I need to get my mind right. Like I'm gonna do in a fight. Like when we just sparring, like and other than that, I'm walking in. The minute I walk in the door, I'm like, 
You're getting smashed. <laughs> what are you looking at? So you better watch it today or else you're getting thumped around. And it's just instantly just going at people yeah. and the lads love it. It's, it just, it, it creates a back and forth. Like, it just, it's, it's, a, it's like a family, like, especially all the MMA lads because we're, we're, as I said, we're always training together and we're yeah. always meeting up like once, twice a day. It just, it's like you're at home, like it's like I'm, I'm slagging my little brothers or my cousins or something. Yes. It's like I can literally just say what I want and you aren't going to. And if you want to do something, guess what? You get to try punch me in the face in five minutes. <laughs> like this is why everyone's Try like, being the operative yeah, word. Try is the most important word. Look, there's no, there's a reason I'm this fucking pretty, right? I don't get hit. I, oh, I hate it. Whatever happened, Chris, I was doing rounds of Chris recently and he caught me an up kick to the face when I was coming down. Just just something that wouldn't normally happen. Like, It wasn't even an up kick. It was like just a bang of a foot. And I just had pissing blood out my nose and I was like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I go, oh, I just, I, if I get hit, I get annoyed. And people know that. And that's, uh, that's look, hasn't happened in fights. I mean, there's literally one fight I've come out of where I had a, a Velcro mark on my cheek, and that has been it. And I've had a, I've had eleven fights, and I've had one Velcro mark. Look, I, I don't mind breaking bones or breaking breaking hands or feet or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but don't touch my fucking face. Leave the face alone. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's let's talk about let's talk about the MMA career because at 23, undefeated and uh, let's say up there as one of Cage Warriors' top prospects. For anyone that, you know, knows anything about Cage Warriors, it is without question the stepping stone to the UFC, yeah. which is the pinnacle of the sport. Mm-hmm. I imagine that is the goal destination for you. Yeah, well, as you said, 23, but this is, and this is a nice one, I'll start this conversation on this one. I woke up to a text yesterday from Chris and he was like, to me, happy birthday, kid. He was like, but at 20, by your 24th birthday, you'll be in the UFC. And I went... Oh, geez, that, that sounds good. That's got a good ring to it. I was like, that might be good on a T-shirt. <laughs> 23 and in the UFC. That sounds yeah. good. And I was like, right, that's it. I'm rolling with that. Um, yeah, the goal for me is, I've said it from day one, is I want to be in the UFC. I'm not in this sport to to, to make money. Like, that's not mm. what it is. Obviously, the more successful I am, the more money I'm going to have. And, like, if I'm in the UFC, like... It like fame and fame and fortune comes with that. That's yes. not something I'm, I'm looking at. I'm mm-hmm. not something I, I strive for. It's like I want to be famous. I want to have this much money. Benefits, yeah, of, of being able to to live off what I love to do. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely like like a kind of a safety blanket on all. It means I don't have to go out and and look and and worry about earning money. I can like. I can put everything aside and just do this and spend as much time growing and learning and getting to where I want to be in the sport and. That's literally my aspect on this is like, right, I'm gonna I'm in this to be the best fighter I can be and to prove myself against the best. And like I just I just believe that I'm better than most people. And even if I come up against me, say, I just know I'll find a way to beat me. Mm-hmm. I just that's just the way I am, that's my mentality, and no one can change that. It's the more I have a lot of confidence. Everyone always says it like he's confidence. Like what if people who don't see confidence for confidence and they they want to take it as cockiness. That's fine. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. That's your fault, not mine. I'm I'm not like anyone who knows yeah. me knows I'm not an arsehole. Well, I can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's just the hours and hours and hours of hard work I put in mm. just fuel this confidence. So like I'll walk into a room and it's like. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'm going to be confident there. I'm going to take the piss out of this. Mm-hmm. I was like, if anyone wants to say anything, try me. Like, try yeah. it. But um, 
it's it's purely like I have a belief. I know how good I can potentially be, mm-hmm. and I know I have the I know I have the drive and the will to back it up with the hard work in the gym and mm-hmm. like. I'd I'd lo- I'd actually like to sit here and say I'm the hardest worker in the gym, but I'd be lying. Who is the hardest worker? James in the gym? Webb. <laughs> I'd I'd love to say it, but every single time he comes over, he's three sessions a day. He's getting as much as he can do in because I understand he's leaving his his family and his friends to come over and train yeah. here. But and like all he wants to do is train because when he goes home, he'll relax and yeah. he'll get his one in a day or whatever. But like, I'm like. I was like, James, all right, I've got to do three sessions today now as well. I was like, otherwise he'll be telling me and I'll feel like, shit, if I don't do three sessions, I'm like, oh, fine, i got to go get a good night's sleep because if he's coming over, I have to train more. So, um, Is that your competitive edge? Yeah, that's me going, oh. Where does that come from? Where, where, have, you, have you ever sat and wondered why you are so competitive? Yeah, I, I just want to be better than everyone. I don't know, that sounds really weird and you can take them whatever way, but, like, I want to... I've said this to the lads before, like, any little thing someone will say, I don't take it as, like, a... Like, like for example, and this is just little things, like, if Chris says something in the gym and he's like, oh, like, this guy's good at this, I'm like, why isn't he saying I'm good at that? No, like, that guy, that could be his go-to, and I'm like, why isn't he saying that's me? I was like, right, I'm going to work on that, I'm going to get better at that, so... Yeah. And it's just those little things that just my mm-hmm. mind is like... If there's any situation that someone wants to talk about about my fight game, there's no holes, there's no gaps. Ian's unbelievable at this. He's amazing at this. And that's just my want. I don't want... Like, it's not that I want people to talk about it. It's like... Mm-hmm. I want to know that I'm that good at something. And I just... I've always had a competitive competitiveness in me, like, from a young age. But it's just like... it's just, As I've gotten older and started to kind of understand myself more and, yeah. and just... I want to say have more confidence in myself, which yeah. is hard to believe, but like it just it's growing and growing <laughs> and growing with everything that's happening. Like I'm, I'm getting like fitter, faster, stronger, leaner, like smarter. Everything's getting better, yeah. and it's all just kind of fueling this fire that I can't control and I don't want to control. I want it to literally mm-hmm. just burst out and just go wild, and I just want to. I want it to like. Shot like like I want people to see how much like mm-hmm. I had like how much I wanted how like there's just it, I've the, the exact kind of like reason for why I'm so competitive I don't know why but like it's kind of just I like to prove to myself how good I am at X Y and Z mm-hmm. and I wanna I wanna be better than someone at X Y and Z even if I know that's where they're. A game is mm-hmm. like I text uh, you know Taylor Perman. Yes. Yeah, I text Taylor there. I'm um, and I was out to him. Next time we roll, I'm gonna take your back. Yeah. And he was like, if you take my back, I'll buy you a meal. I was like, I'll have steak and mash, please. <laughs> and he's like, there's no way. And he's like, I'm like, look, I may not get it. I was like, but if I get it, yeah. we've agreed on this. I was like, I know he's legit. Like I know he's up there as one of the best grapplers in Europe. I was like. Doesn't it's not going to stop me from from going balls to the wall <laughs> trying to get there, but uh, I don't know. I enjoy the competitive, so I enjoy testing myself. I enjoy training, and learning, and growing, and, and like knowing that if I'm going to end up in uh, purely just MMA wise at the moment, like knowing if I end up in a position, I know I, I can be I can be like relaxed. I know mm-hmm. like you never see me worry in a fight. I never like. I've but never... that's becoming more apparent now as we see you fight. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like one of those things, right, where... Because where I, I remember 
when you first started fighting and I remember your coaches and your teammates and people kind of on the scene being like you need to watch this kid mm. he, he really is the future like he is he's going to be the next UFC star and I was going you know in the back of my head fantastic but you know how many times I hear this yeah all the time <laughs> and I get invested in a yeah. fighter and then two years later they're gone they yeah. get in, they, they get married or they have a girlfriend or they have a kid or they get a full-time job or they and then they're gone and so you have been the 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 can, the one that was consistent in all of that throughout and now every time I watch you fight I'm like you you grow so much in every fight mm. and it's so clear Sometimes it takes guys a long time when you're like, there's something missing. That little thing that they need to just sort of capitalize or shine is sort of missing. But you are just growing into it every time. Yeah, it's it's a lot to do with Chris mm-hmm. and and me have this. We 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 have. And this, this is obviously Chris Fields, your coach. Yes, for anyone Chris that Fields. Know, yeah, yeah, anyone who doesn't know my coach, Chris Fields, is an absolute like he's a mastermind. I'm not going to sit here and and, and and tell people how good he is because everybody should know at this stage how good he is and how mm-hmm. good our gym is doing because of him and because of Tom. But I'm talking specifically about the MMA team now, like, and about me personally is me and him have this chemistry. We both, like, even yesterday he was showing me a technique and I didn't say anything to him. I was like, I want to work this. And he, he literally said, why don't you do this? I was like, I was literally going to say that to you. Mm. And it's just like, we're on this wavelength. It's just... When he calls something, I'm already thinking it in a fight and it's like, great. When he says a bang, I just do it because Mm -hmm. that's literally, like when I'm fighting, people say they just kind of do. I'm thinking about everything when I'm fighting. I'm like, right, watch that, what's what? Like I I get in like this flow zone, whether it's grappling or striking and I get into this zone and I just start, start, not necessarily thinking, but everything is being thought of. Even though I'm not thinking, I'm just in a zone I'm, I'm, whether I'm on the feet or I'm on the ground and I'm just getting into a comfort zone, everything's landing, I'm, I'm picking my shots, I'm fainting, I'm seeing the gaps. Mm. And if he calls something in training when we're, when we're practicing for a fight, I'm already thinking it, so I just instantly throw it because it's not like I have to think, it's like, boom, gone. It just, yeah. it fires off straight away. When he tells me not to do something, I do it anyway because it's me and I'm going to do it anyway because it's my fight. <laughs> and does he that hates cause, it. Does, I was going to say, does that cause a little bit of tension? <laughs> it did at the start. Now he just knows, like, he knows if, if I if I fuck up, it's my fault. He knows, yes. like, he knows, like, I'll get myself yeah. out. If I get a dig, he'd be like... Okay, so how does that sit with you then, that, you know, that risk of... You know, it's on you. Yeah. I, I know people well, that... Well, it's all on me. It is all yeah. on you, but I know a lot of people that when they fight, they they don't tend to veer too far off of what their coach is saying because I feel it's like they... they it's almost like afterwards they can be like, yeah, look, we lost. We didn't get the... Mm. We didn't have the right game plan or whatever. And somewhere inside... Me, I'm never, ever going to say lost again. I'm not. That's not happening. That isn't happening. <laughs> we'll take that off the table. We may say I got caught with some of them, but we ain't saying I lost. Um, no, we... I, the worst one, the worst one was against... It was my pro day deal. And obviously Chris was, was Ian, nervous. what is it about the word lost? Just, Your facial expression changed there when you said that. I'm not losing. I'm... I can see. I, I can like, see the word. I feel uncomfortable. When I, yeah, I can says see it in like, you. You squirm. It's like I can see inside your chest there. That the word I just, just... Like, I feel like I want to tense up and just like snap this table in <laughs> half. Like I feel like I want to just like bang. Um, I I just I work too hard. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm I know how good I am. 
And when someone says to me, like, oh, like, you can potentially lose, I'm like, no shit. Yeah. I was like, but there's a reason I work so hard. Yeah. Because I, like, I don't take anyone for granted. I respect everybody. I give everyone the respect they deserve. But at the end of the day, I know how hard I work. Mm-hmm. And, like, the reason, like, it goes back to, like, the reason I, I grow so much is because I ask so many questions. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to put myself in, in situations where I need to I need to get better at. Like, if I'm, say, for example, like, I'm rolling with, with James and Chris Fields, mm-hmm. right? James Webb and Chris Fields, both of them are bigger and more experienced than me, plain and simple. They put me on my back. Both of them are stronger. Both of them have, have more experience in, in MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. I want to put myself there so that I can grow and grow and figure out, right, if, he, if I move this way, there's this gap. And if, if he shuts that down, I've got... Uh, I'm putting myself in another bad situation, so I need to I need to do this. And I just... It just all kind of... It's really hard to explain. It's, yeah. like, it's like just mm-hmm. an unwinding of like a a cotton ball in my head and just waiting because I want it all to be clear and straight and it, like just easy for me to see and that's why I learn I don't want to see any knot in it and if I see a knot I'm like right get that out I need to, it needs to be clear and that's just the way I am I just want to I want to learn I want to progress and I want to grow at a rate that is is like exponential where it's like I'm just it's every fight like I'm already better than my last fight mm. like and People can go, oh, well, yeah, like, you're hardly better. I'm like, no, like, I'm literally everywhere I'm better. Like, I'm fitter, I'm faster, I'm stronger, and I'm, I'm, I'm my IQ is better because I've been asking questions. I haven't stopped training. Mm-hmm. I took about a week off just to kind of relax and let my body just chill because when you go through weight cuts and you go through a fight camp, you just need that little week just to, just to chill out. Mm-hmm. So I took a week off and then straight back in and put myself into the fire again because... It's what I enjoy. It's what I love to do. It's it's literally, I wake up, I want to fight. Mm-hmm. I want to train. I want to see the lads. I want to talk shit. I want to wind them up. I want to I wanna get in their heads. And then I want to do the same thing at night. And then I want to go to bed and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. But it's just like everything in the gym, when it comes to winning, when it comes to, to learning, when it comes to like the the connection with all the lads, it's all, it's all just one big thing. And it's in me. It's like a... This is what I say. It's like this feeling I have that just drives me and just pushes me mm. forward. And I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I want to prove how good I am to I, I don't think you have to explain it. I think it's just, it's self-explanatory, isn't it? I think it's like... I want people to feel it. Y- and I, do, I, I feel it. Mm. I feel, that, that's what I mean, is that I feel it after you sitting here. You know, I, I, I feel your energy mm. when talking about it. And like the way that, you know, you're body changes when you talk about how passionate you are about it you know and you can't lie about that stuff you can't talk it no you know and, what i mean it's, this, it's, it's expression this, this is right? why i see and this is well i'm not i'm not going to get into the conversation oh when please I, do come when on I, when i see people talking shit online or sending <laughs> me stuff i'm just like oh. <laughs> I'm the best in the world. You're fighting absolute cans of piss. Shut mm-hmm. your mouth and fucking just... No one cares. Yes. You don't have to big up someone. Just do you. And if people believe it's real, then fine. If 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 it's, if it's you're trying to convince someone of how good you are, how good they, like your opponent is, mm-hmm. like you're trying to make someone believe something that... 
it just wrecks my head. And well, then, and then a couple of people sending me texts, being like, "I bash you." I'm like, "Come down to the gym and do what? I'll send you my house address. Knock on my door and we'll have a scrap." <laughs> I don't care. You answer the door. I will answer the door on my jocks and I will kick the teeth out of your mouth and I will literally leave you there in a heap. I, mean, I have no problem doing that. <laughs> it, like. it is a very um, <clears throat> unusual sport in that it's its primal foundations are built on respect and you know the martial arts way but it's now we social way. media has now infiltrated oh, that no, and there's a bit of a toxicity that exists in it I like golf right I started golf over lockdown it couldn't be more opposite from fighting you're right? actually older than your years it, aren't you it, it couldn't be more opposite from fighting and I absolutely <laughs> love golf right I've been, I've been out playing I, I purely joined like joined the golf club to, to see my mates more yeah. It's a, it's a, we'll go out, we'll walk for about two hours or four hours, we'll go out, we'll swing a ball, like, I'll have a chat and then we'll, we'll go home, we'll do it again tomorrow or, or at the weekend. And I just really started to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going to get into the, the, the golf scene because obviously like, it's it's not what I like. I am but like it's it's more a hobby for me, and I really yeah. enjoy it. And I want to get really good at it. I, I was just about to I'm say you're going to get... call out Shane Larry next. I can yeah. see it in you. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but it basically, like I I love golf. But like I was sitting there and like I was watching um I was watching something on YouTube and it was basically team TaylorMade. So all the guys that are sponsored by TaylorMade, all like Rory McIlroy, D- uh, Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods, Jason Day, they're all standing there around this green at this launch of all the new golf clubs. And they're all talking to each other how they take their shots and how they do this mm. and, and how they, like, why are they so good at this shot or why are they so good around the greens? And I'm like, could you imagine how much better MMA would be? Yes. If, if everyone, like not necessarily had like the ego because obviously I have a massive ego I know that I have no problem admitting that like yeah. I know I do but that's just because I'm a competitor I want to win I want to be better than the, better than the person that's standing beside me or better than the person that's across the cage from me that's just me that's just in me I can't control it it's the way I am mm-hmm. but like could you imagine if every gym in, in Dublin right and there's a lot of them yeah every MMA gym met up once a month in a massive facility and we all just shared techniques and you had the best coaches and you had the like the best competitors from top to bottom and everyone could you imagine how much better the, the scene would be could you imagine how much better everyone would be well absolutely if you if well if you combine anything if you combine the best of any mm. sport or any community yeah. you know you're going to the people that are, are yeah. in it are going to prosper I suppose it's just why it, do you think that wouldn't happen <laughs> come on come on like, ego yes Just, okay, like, that okay, one word. okay okay someone's gonna walk in the gym someone's gonna say something to me and i'm gonna be like i'm like if it's someone i don't know yes like if you walked into the gym right and i mean and you're like Ian, do you want to do around i'm not gonna talk shit to you no because I, I, you I, know you get bars yeah, you wish <laughs> <laughs> you wish i'd literally put my hands behind my head i'd be like look you can try past my head you're gonna spend the next 45 minutes trying listen yourself out <laughs> i am also highly competitive <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit down with my coffee and be like, are you done? No. Shane, you're um, going, I, they're actually, I'm going to absolutely throw myself over this table now in a minute. It's going to be an absolute 20 minutes to the death sparring match. Oh, you, the fact that you think it lasts 20 minutes is the funny <laughs> part. <laughs> it'll be about four seconds and it'll be a very naked choke latch. I'll be like, are you done? Do you, no, seriously, do you, know? you know what's going to happen when I leave here? I'm going to text her and I'm like, what time is that fucking gym open? I'm on my way up there. <laughs> 
get, get your spats on. But, You're going. <laughs> but like, it's it's ego. It's like I'm not gonna like I built up a, I built up a friendship and a bond with the lads in the gym, and I know that sounds like. Like we have, we're we're teammates. We're all, like yeah, we're like a family. Course. I can walk in and talk shit to all the lads and mess with their heads. But if if someone tries to do that to me, that I don't necessarily train with, not that I don't have respect for, because I absolutely I've said this from day one. I want to bring respect and honor back to this game. Mm-hmm. I want to like, like, I I don't want people thinking like I talk shit about. Like I absolutely talk shit. Like I talk shit about anyone to their face. I've no problem. I've, I'll I'll talk shit to your face, but I. I have the respect to not do that. Yes. Because okay. I, d- I don't want I don't want someone to think I'm an asshole. But like, if you walk in and you you come onto a mat and I'm standing on that mat and you're talking about like you're the best this, you're the best that, I'm like, right, let's do, it, let's go. <laughs> if you're talking about being the best, let's fucking go, let's see. Do you feel like there's more of a target on your back now with every win that you get at Cage Warriors? Yeah, good, good. That's what I want. Mm. I'm stepping up the ladder every fight. I want that. I want. I. I want. I put the most pressure on myself. I put. Everyone's like, oh, like, when it was coming up to Cork, and I. I talked all that shit, and it was me and Sean Sheehan that caused a bit of pro- problems with that Bellator stuff, and uh, <laughs> everyone was going mad, being like, and like Bellator commenting, going, "Who is this kid?" I'm like, "Yes." That- Why were you like that? Why was this such a uh, a happy moment? Because I'm just being me and. Just being honest, like I'm like, and is it and important? Everyone... Is it important to you to be honest and transparent in the sports? Yeah, I don't. I'm not yeah. I, like I don't. I, I don't like to lie. Like if like mm-hmm. honestly, if 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 you come up and start talking to me, and I just be like, look, no offense, I'm just gonna leave this conversation. Like, yeah. like just I don't. I don't have time for someone. I don't. I don't. Not that I don't respect. I just maybe someone I don't like. Mm-hmm. And rather than me send off this negative energy around a conversation, I'd be like, look, I'm just gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Or like if we're if we're talking about something I don't I don't really feel comfortable in I'd be like look I'm just I'm just gonna leave here I've no reason yeah. to be here like just I'm just gonna be giving off fucking negative vibes sitting there arms folded mm-hmm. in a huff like not not want to talk it's but like that that caused a lot of stuff and I'm like like when Bellator commented going who's this kid I'm like you have just given me a tweet that when I signed for the UFC I, you know I'm gonna post like you know I'm gonna do it <laughs> it's screenshot it's screenshot. It's done now. The minute I sign that paper, and I'm like, it's done. But like, there's just yeah, like, I can't help it. At I, any point just, in this journey, does fear come into it at all? No. There's you. There's in which, no fear. In which way? Like fear of getting the head punched at me. Like no, not at all. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that could be a thing. But like, you know, in any stage of the process, is there fear? Is fear present? Whether that is. When you get when you sign on a contract to for your next opponent, or whether it's fight week, or it's the night before a fight, you know you you exude confidence and um, self belief, and not in not in a bad way, yeah, in a very yeah. good yeah, no, way. No, yeah. But I'm wondering, you know, is there ever moments of self doubt or fear? Never. And I know that sounds oh, I surely look. I am a pussy. I will say that now, like. I run up the stairs when I turn the lights off. Like, I sprint up the stairs like I am. I'm not saying I'm a hard man. Like, this is what I say to people. Like, I I am not a hard man. But, like, again, it all comes back to to the hard work I'm putting in. And I know I'm I'm fully aware of how good I am. Yeah. I know, if I, like, if Chris shows me a technique tonight, I know in a week's time, 
I'll be working on it, working on it, working on it. I'll come back to him. All right, I'm trying this. I'm trying this. And you go, mm, I'm not I'm not mad about that one. You're going to give yourself a bit of problems. I'm like, no, I like it. I'm going to keep working it. And he's like, right, fine. But like, you're going to, and, and he'll he'll make a point if I, if I try a certain position, that certain position mm-hmm. on him, he'll try to go down the road. Oh, I told you not to do this. Yeah. And I'll try to be like, well, I told, this is why I want to do it. Does that part of you need to be sort of, do you have to keep an eye on that? On which? On that element of, no, I, I want to try this or, you know. No, he, he, he gives me free, so he gives me free reign on it. Yeah. He like, he guides me down a path and he goes, here's option A, B, C. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what we're going over. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, if you feel comfortable, like you can do something else and give yourself another option and another option. And if you go down the rabbit hole of wanting to, of wanting to work through it and, and figure out like where I can go if, if this, if he puts his arm this way or if he moves his leg or all these positions, he'll, He'll, I'll talk to him I don't I don't keep it to myself like a, mm. I will go back to him at the end of the week I'll be like look here I'll say it to him which is annoying then because I try it on him yes. and he knows but I do it on the other la- on, on the other lads in the gym but it's just a constant evolution it's constantly mm-hmm. growing it's constantly working and he knows he gives me the freedom to go off and try what I want and he like I, I full well know like not every everything I think of is going to work mm. but like trial and error it's trial and error like okay that one's working really really well like he told me not to do this certain position from the back the other week that we that I asked him about, and then I came back to him a week later. I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing that." I was like, "That that works." Mm. I was like, "For me, that works. Mm. I like that. I want to. I want to. I want to go down that rabbit hole and see how it works." Mm-hmm. And and not now. I might never. I might not use it in the, this fight. The next fight, I might not use it for the next two years. Mm-hmm. But if I ever get in a position where I need to use, it, I want to, I want to be able to use it. And that's why, like, there's a load of skills people see, haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part about it. It's like, oh, oh, you think I'm I'm a striker? Oh, that's great. Take me down and see what happens. <laughs> oh, you think you can take me down? Great. Good luck. Good luck. You think I'm gonna gas? <laughs> never. Not even. Not even. Like I'm not even gonna try out that one. It's not happening. Like, you think I'm not learning? I'm not growing in between fights. You think I'm taking someone for granted? Nope. Mm-hmm. I just. Well, a really, <clears throat> a really interesting point there in in. Um what you're saying is what we were speaking about before we started recording in that, you know, you're very much an athlete. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in like, oh, you're a professional athlete, you know, you're yeah, an MMA fighter. I said it to my mom all the time. Ah, <laughs> oh, she fucking hates it. I'm like, oh, it's mad to think I'm, I'm, I'm one of the best fighters in the country. She's like, oh, would you stop? Oh. <laughs> I wind her up. <laughs> my brother hates it. I'm like, my brother's doing a, a course. He's doing sports and, sports and uh, psychology or something. I'm like, you should tell your lecturers that your brother's a professional athlete. And he's like, oh, would you? Getting sick in his mouth. I'm just like, shit like that is what I do to wind people up. Like, and they, they hate it. But like, do you need me to come yeah, in and I'm say like, hi? I'm like, do you want me to, do you want me to talk to your, your, your class? Like, I can happily do it if, if they want me to. And he's like, oh, get out, will you? But, um, no, but I mean, there's a very, the more that I work in the sport, the more I kind of see the, 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 the difference between, fighters and athletes Mm. and it's very much split Mm. down the middle and it's the guys who like fair enough yeah the fighters there is a certain percentage that can get by Mm -hmm. being high quality fighters and just being absolute animals 
tough as anything. Having tough and hard, being uh, being tough and, and having, having hearts, heart yes, get, can get can get can get people so far in this sport. Yes, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But you are right. I'm I'm not not that I'm an athlete. I'd consider myself a competitor. Mm. I consider myself a competitor. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if we're playing chess. I'm going to try and smash you. Mm. I don't want it to be like, oh, that was a close game. Yeah. I'm like, two moves and you're done. On the next one, right? Maybe next. What What else do you want to try? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, I say to my mates in golf, like, I start, like, with the golf, it's just an easy one because it's it's only new to me. I was only playing 12 weeks, then the lockdowns came in. I had a handicap of 26. <laughs> I'm now down to 12.6. I've lost 14 shots in 12 weeks. I'm like, right, 2021, we're getting down to sig and figures. And my mates are like, oh, would you stop? I'm like... But Do you listen, want to doubt me? Here is a question for you, right? And it's a little bit of a, a, a philosophical one in that... The mindset that you have now is the perfect one mm. for the sport that you're in mm-hmm. and to take you to where you want to go. Yeah. But what happens after fighting? You know, do you think about after fighting that piece of you inside you that is that competitor and a need to be the best and top of the game? Does that stay with you? Do you have to try and make that exit? Otherwise, is it very exhausting? Or will you have an exhausting life always wanting to be the best at everything yeah so i think about everything i'm i i like to think a lot and it's just this is the type of person i am i think about every scenario of a fight yes. i think about every scenario of like my life and where mm-hmm. i could potentially go and like well you're scorpio yeah very very deep so the deep thinker yeah so the the more <laughs> i the more i the more i think about something the more i kind of understand it and i I like right. Okay, here's where the problems may lie, or here's where like I can I can excel, and I think about kind of everything. And basically, like I say to you, like I want to be done more or less by the time I'm thirty. Like I want to get mm. in, get out, stay pretty, and finish out on top. Yeah, that's my goal. And it's not like oh, like you could cement your legacy. I'm like that's like obviously that that matters to me. And if I'm at the top and I'm absolutely smashing everyone, and I'm just running through people for fun, which like. When you get to that level, isn't isn't all the time. Like you, you're never you're gonna get tough fights, and you're probably gonna fight once or twice a year. You're yeah. gonna have to like take six months between a big fight like that, and that's obviously way down the line. Like I don't look past this fight, mm-hmm. but I do like to think of the bigger picture and what's gonna happen. Like I I don't need to fight fourteen times to try to try like compete against like a John Jones or an Anderson Silva or a GSP for legacy mm. that's like obviously that will mean something to me down the line mm. but right now it's not in my head it's about right I want to get in and do as much as I can if I could fight three times right I'm, I, I just turned 23 mm. if I sign for the UFC by the time I'm 25 let's say yeah. if I fight three times a year for five years but to the time I'm 30 that's 15 fights mm. 15 fights do you know what I mean? That's the way I think about it. And I, I'd fight every week. If I could, if, if literally, if I moved up to middleweight, right, and I only had to cut a couple of kilos, I would fight, I would absolutely fight 26 times a year. Two, every two weeks. And I know Chris wouldn't let me, but that's the way I am. I, I just, believe you. I, I just, believe I, you. I just, I just want to fight. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't bother <laughs> me. Like, and I, like, I make sure I don't get hit when I'm in fights. I make sure I try and like, take as little damage as possible so mm-hmm. I can go back and train straight away. And obviously touch wood, like, hopefully that's the case for every fight and like you'll pick up injuries along the way it's, it comes with the sport like do you find that you're you, because, I mean I said it to you when you came in when I was walking down here and I, w- I was thinking about like you know the conversation and stuff and I was going he's not a welterweight 
I was like, hey, surely he's light heavy now. And I had oh. to go to I had to go to um, <laughs> Sherdog to check the stats. And it was like welterweight, and I was looking at all the fights like welterweight, welterweight. Mm. How at six foot three, the size of you, are you still making welterweights? I make it so easy. I am. I, I, I'm. I'm like. Like I literally, I have, I have a copy book at home. Um, I get because I'll, I'll talk about this, but I want to get back to that thing about after fighting because there's yes. a lot of things about that. Um, I, I have a copy book at home, and I literally, like, it's 19, 19 little lines, like, like a normal, just like a copy book you'd have in school. Yeah. And I write down right, one day, one, two, three, four, five. I write down all the dates, and then I write down what I wake up every morning. Yeah. I'll take a piss. I'll write my weight down. So that 19 days out from a fight, I can look back at the last three times I was 19 days out from a fight. What weight was it in? Okay, right. So I'm on track or I'm heavier or I'm lighter. Okay, I don't have to worry about it. And then I'll write down, right, I want to be this weight, this weight, this weight. And I'm slowly changing it to make it more efficient. Mm. So like the last one, I didn't, I cut, I cut basically nothing in a bath. And I was like, right, this one, I want to give myself a little bit more of a cut because I didn't really cut Mm-hmm. Just genuinely so, because there was no, ta- it wasn't taxing on the body at all, right? I give myself a little bit more of a cut, so that I can just be that bit bigger when I go back into the cage. Yeah. Um, and it's just every fight, as I said, it's about learning and growing and becoming more aware of what my body likes to do and and what's best for me. And mm-hmm. the more I do it, the better it's going to be. And this is just a a constant kind of evolution, as I was saying to you, but. To get back onto that point of do I think of what I want to do after fighting? Oh yes, let's talk about this. This all depends on how well I do. It all depends on do I do I stay injury free? Do I pick up an injury? There's so many like intangibles. Is that the word? Yes. Yeah. 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 Just I didn't want to say something to sound like a sap. <laughs> um, there's so many things outside of my control that I can't worry about. I can't stress about something that's out of my control. But I can think about the possibilities. And for me, if I if 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 I do everything I say I'm going to do and I do fight maybe a year or two longer than 30 and I finish at 30, 32 or 33 mm. and I've done everything and maybe I just want to have a couple more fights because I'm enjoying it so much and I don't want to, I don't want to finish now. Mm. That's fine. I, I'm not against that. I'm not saying I have to be done by 30. I have to do this, this and this. Mm. I'm on a roller coaster ride that, that can go up, it can go down, it can go... I don't, I don't control it. The only thing I can control is how hard I work and and when I get into that cage, just to go in there and absolutely give everything I have. Mm-hmm. And if I do that, like a lot, I, I feel like a lot of people do exactly what you're thinking, exactly what you said there. Think about after fighting. And I know this sounds this sounds a bit stupid. Like everyone says, my name is the future, and like I think about the future. But like mm-hmm. I'm very much in the now. Like I will I. Like my mom, when my mom, my sister was pregnant, um, she had a baby there a couple of weeks, uh, I think a week and a half ago. But about three weeks ago, my mom was like to me, and it was just so funny because she, I, 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 her face when I said it, she was like to me, I, I'm, I have the day off work tomorrow. Me and your sister are just gonna go grab a coffee and go for a walk and just, just relax. You haven't seen her in a while. Do you want to come out? And I was like, what, what time are you going at? And she was like, oh, I don't know. Are you doing anything tomorrow? I was like, no. And she was like. She was like, I think we're going to go about one, two. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, I thought you said you don't have anything to do. I was like, I don't know what time I'm waking up tomorrow. 
I said, I don't have my day planned for tomorrow. You fucker. I don't, I don't have my day planned for tomorrow. I was like, I'm waiting for Chris to send me a text about what time training is. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, like, I don't have any plans. I was like, I don't think about tomorrow until tomorrow comes. Yeah. Like, I literally, I, I, I'm in the now. And that's why I, like, like, I very much look forward to potentially, like, having, like, I say this to lads, like, the journey, like, fighting in Vegas and yeah. bringing... 20 lads over to do a camp and, and bring in Chris and Tom and Carl and Webby and all the lads from the gym over to train that will help and benefit me and help us grow. I look forward to all of those things. Mm. I look forward to being maybe, maybe going over to Mexico, Brazil, maybe fighting in, in somewhere like Japan. I know Chris would love that, so maybe maybe that won't happen <laughs> with the UFC. But like, if I do sign for the UFC, that's, there's potential for that to happen, mm. to go away, to earn enough money to be able to, to bring my mates away and experience these things. And that, to me, is more important as to the memories you're going to build I want to be able to to think of the memories that we're building now and not look back on them in 10 years and go jeez do you remember that time I want to be able to appreciate them now mm-hmm. like even going away with the lads and like having a like Cork was amazing like this like this time last year it was the 9th so literally a year ago like no 9th, 9th of November it was hilarious I had loads of support down in Cork it was absolutely this is Cage Warriors Cork Cage Warriors right? Cork yeah. and it was their first time back I had loads of supporters down the buzz in the atmosphere was amazing and then the buzz out and down afterwards is amazing I was walking around town I went me I told you how fat I am right <laughs> I walked I left the hotel right everyone was back in the hotel I walked in <laughs> me and Reese McKee walked in and everyone's like Way! clapping and then I was like right eventually said talk to all the people from um, Cage Warriors and my family and friend, a couple of my friends were there but all my mates that had travelled out like a couple hundred of them were out in the town and they'd rented a couple houses and they'd had some stuff and I'm sitting there and they're like where's Ian and my best mate rings me and I go hello and he's like where are you I was like I'm at four star. I was like, Domino's is closed. I'm just buying pizzas. And he was like, right. He's like, I just sent you the address. I was like, I'll be there in about 10 minutes. I'm walking down the road with nine pizzas. I was like, I'm going back to this gap. And I'm eating as much pizza as I can tonight. I had nine pizzas stacked, like literally so I could hold my arms out. And they were up to my chin. And people were like, oh, can we get a picture of you? Like just like the people out at the fights. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not putting my pizzas down. If you touch them, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And like, it was just a good laugh. But like, like even just little memories like that, like my yeah. mates going out and like causing murder and getting locked and stuff like that. Like that's what I, they're the experiences I want. I want and like mm-hmm. I've said this, the moment I sign it, if 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 all goes well and I do what I say I'm gonna do, I sign for the UFC and I start fighting. I cannot wait to send that text, Vegas baby, and have everyone go raiding the credit unions raiding their bank getting their loans to go over to Vegas and everyone's gonna do it Ian's fighting in Vegas Ian's fighting in Vegas and just have a just have thousands of people come over and just enjoy this experience that is that like is is, is is about me but it's about everyone else as well I want people to enjoy the buzz of what I'm doing just as much as I am and that's that, this is why like I, I like at the end of the day no matter how much I succeed I don't feel like I'll ever fail because I'm enjoying it all the way. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like obviously I want to do I want to go to these these like kind of points that I've I've thought about, but if I don't make it there and I'm having fun on the way, at least at least no matter what I can say I tried, I done my best and I gave it everything I, mm-hmm. I had and it's never it's never going to be it's never going to be something that 
I go, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that better. It's like I'm in this 110% because I want to get to where I am and I don't want to leave any like stone unturned. I have a question for you. Work away. What is your definition of greatness? Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to know? We 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 done a we done a yearbook. Expands. People are gonna see. People are gonna think of me as an asshole. Like that, I would say that that is a typical me answer. My mate would tell you. I would say that answer. What me? Me in five years. Me in five years is greatness. Um, I wrote so for a yearbook when we left school. Like we were doing a yearbook and teachers came up to us and they were like, right, so we need a, we need a quote. We need your favorite memory from school and we need like an ambition that you want to have after school. And I was like, right. So I have a quote that I've tattooed on me and it's a quote that I live every day by. It's a day without laughter is a day wasted. Yes. Like, it, it, laughter fills you with joy. It makes, if, no matter how annoyed you are, no matter how bad your day has been, if you have a best mate or like, like a, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, someone who can make you laugh and just make you forget about everything, there's nothing more like, special than something like that like you just forget everything yeah. you just you just get those stitches and you're just in bits tears running down your face and that's very much me I, I laugh at everything like I'm the I'm the guy that when like I'm always getting in trouble for laughing when I shouldn't be laughing because mm-hmm. I just can't control it I'm, I, it's, it's the way I am but I said then my, my favourite my favourite memories of school was just being spending every moment of every day with my mates and, and loving and loving like mm-hmm. loving life and then my ambition was <laughs> To be better than everybody else. Why? Because I can. And that's mm-hmm. that was when I was like 18. I was like, I like I've just greatness is oh, you can sum up greatness in so many different things. It all it's all like a, a personal kind of outlook on it. But for me, it's it's just given everything you have. And and oh Jesus, it's a hard answer. It's a hard answer. Like the saying me is just the easy one um it's just the easy one but like <laughs> i suppose greatness is doing what you love and doing it every day and and having an effect like spreading it with other people mm. like if you can like there's so many people in, in in any sport it doesn't have to be mma it can be football ronaldo messi like neymar all these big footballers they, people see their love and their passion for these sports. Like you see it with with with, with people. Like you see it with LeBron James. You see it with like Tom mm. Brady. They just there's this energy about them. They work their asses off, mm. and it just drives people to be better and want to do more. And that for me is 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 greatness. Like mm-hmm. like for me, like I started fighting because I fell in love with the balls of watching Connor. Yes. Rise. Like I remember, I actually distinctly re- remember I was working in Louis Copeland's, um, and oh, would you would you have been there when he was getting his suits? Yeah, yeah I remember he came in no with way. the. Yeah, yeah, I was working in Louis Copeland's. Louis Copeland was the first to throw a suit on Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I'm, them I'm, days. So I'm, I'll actually I'll get on to that memory right because <laughs> this is this is where the story goes right. So I was in, we just played a hurling match at the back of my school, and we were all sitting in this little smelly container that was there to get changed at the back of the school. And someone goes to me, like, oh, like, you're working on Louis Copeland's, aren't you? I was like, yeah. They're like, do you ever see Connor? Like, and I'm like, no, I've never seen him. Of course, that weekend, I seen him, right? Yeah. Walking out, was on my break. I was like, to the lads, anybody want some food? I'm going to go out and get some food. And they were like, yeah, will you get some McDonald's? Like, so I come back in, I had about four bags of McDonald's. And I walk in, I'm like, sp- sprinting up the stairs, looking at the camera. I was like, Zach, is that, that's Connor. 
And like, dude, I'm six, I was in fourth year, six, 16 at the time. Yeah. And like, he's this, he's just after booming, right? Yeah. I think it was after maybe the Brandao fight. Because mm -hmm. he had just got the, the, the tattoo. The tattoo. Yeah. I think it was. And I'm sitting there going, and I walk in, he has his top off, he's putting on this, this shirt. And I'm like, Henry, do you reckon he'll get annoyed if I tell him I beat him in a fight? And Henry's messing with me, and he's like, don't do it, don't do it. I'm like, all right. So Henry brings me up to me. I was like, he's like, do you want to go down and meet him? I was like, fucking right, I do. Yeah. So I threw my, threw my McDonald's on the, on the table. I was like, walking down, and says, big happy head on me. And he comes over to me, and him and Dee were in there, and he was trying on the suit, and Bob, I, whatever he was doing, like, I don't know what he was doing. And I'm sitting there going, like, it was just so cool for me to see him at that time. I seen his hands. I got a picture of him. His hands are huge. Yeah, he does have and very I, big hands. And I, I'm, 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 sitting, I'm sitting there now, with my hands are little small stumps. Like, I don't have big hands at all, but, like, I'm sitting there going, and I was the same height as him. I'll show you the picture afterwards. And I'll, t I'll tell you, I'll try to find it while I explain the story yeah, so you can see this. Um... But basically, because I can go back, it's literally the very first photo on my phone. But like, I can literally like, he uh, he was just like, I, I was just loving this. Like when I see him, literally, it's the first photo on my phone, right? Yeah. Like, look at this. This is years ago. I am Wait, so an absolute think? child. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was loving life. And I he came in and let me focus on this. It was uh, it was just a, such a cool moment to see that person that had had made you wanna. I'd made you want to do what you're doing. And I I hadn't even done MMA then. Did you tell him that you beat him? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did, no, I he didn't. He would have loved that. I'd say he, he would have I'd say he would have punched me in the face at the he time. He would have had a knock there and I then. didn't do MMA then. <laughs> I, this is the thing. I, this is another funny story Like when it comes to that. But like seeing him, of course I seen him that weekend. And like I was like, oh, that's mad. Like I went back in and told everyone. And I was like, right, that like, but people like him, like when you see the hard work and the dedication and the hours they're putting in and just to, you can feel the passion, like, I not necessarily feel it, but you can see the passion. You can see when someone genuinely wants to, like, to be the best or do what they're doing. Yeah. Like, and like Ronaldo, Ronaldo's an absolute workhorse and there's footballers out there that like just want to be him because, and he, he, he makes kids want to be better. Mm -hmm. And like, he is such an effect in footballers. Same with like, when like Michael Jordan was playing basketball, he yes. made people want to play basketball more. He just, he, he, he threw out this kind of energy that just inspired people. That's what I would consider greatness. It's a, such a good answer. And you I, know what's funny when you say that? I was such a geek when I'm on YouTube, <laughs> right? And do you know what I love watching is footballers meeting fans. You yeah. know those collage videos mm. where they meet kids that are bawling crying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, what's the footballer with the curly hair, the really afro curly Louise. hair? Louise, that's it. You yeah. ever see him with kids? Like they yeah. run, they're bawling yeah. crying. He's hugging them. Yeah. You know, oh, you it's see like, it, you oh, see it. like even my heart. Be, that one, I love that one of uh, when we watched The Last Dance, Michael Jordan, and like, you hear people beeping on the street and he jumps out and like there's some little kid literally running up to him in his Porsche or his Corvette yeah. and he's like getting him to sign it and he's like eh, eh, and you're like the kid is literally seeing the like the superstar that yes. he loves leave him be leave the yes. fucking kid be yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, well, there was a story I was going to say fighting yeah. so I hadn't even done MMA at that point yeah. right I was that was I was 16 I didn't start MMA till I was 18 my mom wouldn't let me no, she didn't have a choice. So I joined college. What she was her reasoning? Was she just like... Uh, well, she actually had a fair reason. She wanted me to finish my leaving cert before I, I joined any more sports because she knows what I'm like. If I don't... if I was doing judo at the time. I was mm -hmm. like leaving after school studies. It's going straight to judo, coming yeah. home. And like I was playing Ga and Hearn at the same time. And then I, she wanted me to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. I just went, you know what? 
I'll just make her happy. I'll go for a year. If I don't like, I didn't want to do it a year at all. I knew I wanted to leave the minute I went in. I just, I didn't want to do it. But, excuse me, um, I knew I didn't want to do it. I went in and after the first year, I was like, right, I'm going back into second year. Why am I doing this? I was like, oh my God, I didn't like the first year. I don't want to go in. Yeah. Went into the first week, of the, first, the first day of first year, I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. So I went up, I was like, can I do, can I like, I, just, I want to quit and they were mm-hmm. like all right you sure I was like yep don't want to don't want to be here anymore I want to go and then uh she's sitting there and I, I was like right so I basically quit college and she was like to me uh do you not have college today I was sitting at home in bed for a week and she's like no 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 she's like why I was like about uh I kind of left college <laughs> and she's like what and she was going to work as well, so like I knew she wouldn't be able to talk about it. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. I, I quit." Like, I was like, "Expect another like I think it's three grand, like a semester, a term, or whatever it is. The six month, this like this eight, whatever it is, twelve weeks is like a grand and a half." And I was like, "Expect that to be back in your account soon." I was like, "Because I, I did quit. I did drop out. Like I don't want to do it." And she's like, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, "I was like I'm gonna work full time with my uncle. I was like I was gonna clean windows, and then I'm gonna train." I'm going to become a professional MMA fighter. Mm. And she was like, you're a fucking joke. And then I, I, I'll never let her, let her uh, live this down. She wrote me like a tree. She couldn't speak to me. She was so fucking frustrated with me. She wrote me like a three-page essay no on way. why and why being the next Conor McGregor isn't isn't a valuable um, <laughs> isn't 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 an apps isn't a career that I can follow. And I I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone, and I I ripped it up and threw it on her bed. And she came home and she was disgusted with me. And I went, "This is my life." Wow. I said, "I'm gonna do what I want to do, and if you're not mm. happy with it." I don't want to hear it. Yeah. And she came in and, and like she has absolutely every reason to do what she to, to say what she said and to be annoyed. She only wants to see her son do do well. I understand yeah. it. It's such do you know what? It's such a weird thing, right? Because I remember Connor telling me that Tony yeah. said the exact same thing to him. Mm-hmm. Like Tony McGregor said to Connor, yeah. like, you're not you're not good. This is not gonna but happen it, for it, you. It's a ge- it's a genuine thing a parent sh- it, it, is. it should co- should be like worried about. So you want us ah come on, do you really think you're gonna do that? Like, would you not just get a job and and, yes. and, and get your like and and settle down? It's because and, they can't see past their own remit. I'm not asking someone to see past, it's my feckin' life. But, Piss and, off. But that's why kids, <laughs> that's why when it's your children, I am imagine I don't yeah. have kids it, it, it's not within your remit but then you're filled with so much fear and yeah. love and you, you just, just want them see to them be safe well. and happy yeah. and just just do something safe and don't take a risk no. and just just do it because I get it with my parents still 100% but still that's, it's, it's, the way, it's, it's you know? right they care for you they love you they want to see you do well they don't want to see you going through trouble or like not having money to buy a house or not being able to pay bills I yes. get it I fully understand it but that's not what I want to do. Yeah. And that's fine. And it took her a while to come around to him. My dad was like, it's fine. You know, it's fine. And I, I, I completely respect it. Like every time we talk about it, like she's like, I would just stop. Like she's yeah. like, you know why I did it? I was like, I know it was yeah. from a good place. I was like, but like, you have to understand it's my life. Yeah. And my dad was like to me, look, I'm all right with you doing it, but just like make sure, like if you're gonna fucking do it, do it. Yeah. And I'm like, right, cool. And yes. like he, he was kind of on the same boat, boat as her, but like he didn't want to say it because he knew, he knew, he knows. Mm. He's he's been he's traveled around doing boxing with me for years. He knows if I want to do something, I'm gonna do it, and no yeah. one's gonna stop me. Um, so yeah, I joined an MMA gym a couple couple months later. Um, 
I originally joined uh, SBG in Concord because I was in DIT Angel Street. Yeah. Um, it was just as a hassle to, to go to. I didn't really enjoy it because it was it was so stressful to try to get out it's to. A good bit early, Went yeah. out to, to SBG Swords at the time, which is now obviously Team KF. Fell in love with it. It was so much easier, so much handier, and I've never looked back. And I feel like that was yesterday. I this know. This journey has just gone like that, and I just, I think back, I'm like... But even for me, it seems so short. I remember you, like, you yeah. know... Coming like your first fight and like being like, oh hey, how are you? This little tiny, well not tiny, you're you're about three foot. Lanky string of piss. Lanky string of piss. Looking like a lollipop stick. And now to see like even with Reese, right? Reese McKee, yeah. I remember standing with him as he was making the walk for his pro debut, Bama, yeah. in the Tree mm. Arena. I mean, like so, and having been with him for the like the week of fight week, yeah. I've been like, oh my god, this is so exciting for you, and you know, knowing the amateur career and everything. And now he's in the UFC. I know, yeah. And it just seems, it's so long, but it's so short. Yeah, Do you know it, what I mean? It's, 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 it's moves, the weirdest thing. It moves so fast. So fast. And th- this is the whole thing about like this GOAT conversation at the moment. And like people are talking about like recency bias and like, oh, Khabib is the GOAT. It's like. Oh, Who is the GOAT in your John opinion? Jones. Look, John Jones. <laughs> I was like, we can have this. We can look. We're gonna have this conversation for hours, and I will argue with fucking anybody on this. He's been uh, look. But, I, did we, but if you're putting goat status on someone, do you ha- you have to factor in you're the gonna, outside yeah, activities? No, you have to. You don't. Though. You do. You you do no, you no. Do. Here's the here's the reason, right? Here's the reason. It's the greatest of all time. It's not the greatest fucking ambassador for the sport. That's not what it is. That's not the title, right? It's not about the greatest ambassador. It's about the greatest greatest martial artist of all time right? okay and that's end of right okay, okay. khabib is a better human no <laughs> human let's say he's a better ambassador for the sport right he's a better look like he's the better face for the sport mm-hmm. but like that, and i have no argument with that same with like 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 um the likes of like max holloway yeah. and just the good guys dc daniel cormier like and i i understand everyone's arguments about like pds and all this and i'm like look I don't know who's who's juicing and who's not. Obviously, we know who is because who's tested positive. But I don't know anybody like that's in the top probably 100 in the world that aren't probably juicing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so I don't think about it. When I'm looking at a fighter, I don't I don't want to know if they're juicing or not. That's mm-hmm. not the outlook I look at. I just look at them from a, a skill set point of view, who they've beat and how they've beat them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when we get into the, the thing of being popped, it, it brings them their like their credibility down. Yeah, and I understand that, and I'm not arguing that. I, like I'm I'm against juicing. Like if if you're gonna juice, mm-hmm. fucking let everyone juice. Do you know what I mean? Make yeah. it a fi- like I just don't like it being unfair. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like if if John Jones wants to juice against yeah. DC, that's fine. Let DC juice against John Jones, mm-hmm. right? Th- that's the, that's the way it looks, right? I'm I'm I just I don't want anyone having an advantage. Yeah, right? that's yeah. the thing. Like, especially in a sport like this, mm-hmm. and especially in a sport where it can affect your life, like your face. Like, literally, you could break your fucking jaw and need surgery, and you find out that that fucker was juicing. Yeah, and you're like, hold on, I'm gonna put a brick through his window. Do you know what I mean, <laughs> dickhead? Right, and that's fine. But when I look at the goat, I don't think about it as that. I'm talking about the greatest martial artist of all time. John Jones was a UFC champion at 23. Right now, he's not the greatest human in the sport. <laughs> But how old is he now? 33? Yeah. I think he's 33. 33, 34, yeah. He's in and around that age. He's still the champ. He hasn't lost. He's dominated 
for a decade. Now, we've started to see the last couple of fights get harder for him. And why? He's coming up against younger guys who are faster. They're different skill sets because the game is evolving and changing. He's still winning. Do you know what I mean? He's still the best there is. And then it's like recency bias. It's like, oh, Khabib's the GOAT. It's like, hold on a fucking minute now. I was like, John Jones has fought the who's who of lightweights in the UFC mm-hmm. ever. Look at the look at the. I have a list. I'm not going to get it up now because we can talk. We can. Talk, I'll sit here and argue this, right? He's fought. And I'm not even arguing with you. But this is what I mean. I this hate is, to be at the table this, if someone was. <laughs> bloody hell. But this is what I mean. This is my outlook on it. And I, I just want people to, to, to see it. Like, it isn't about who's the best person. It isn't about that. It's like he has literally dominated an entire division for 10 years and hasn't lost. Khabib, everyone's like, Khabib is 29 and 0. John Jones is 27 and 0 or 28 and 0. Mm-hmm. That one fight he lost was illegal elbows. Fair enough, right? Look, it's just stupid. The ref should have... What, what are you doing? You don't do that. Take a point off him or do something. Yeah. Don't stop it straight away. Like, mm. But look, that's that's it. We all know he didn't lose that fight. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So he's, he's undefeated. He's never lost. He has defended the belt 14 times against the second best guy in the world every single time. <laughs> every time. But no, it's okay. Khabib is the goat because he's defended his belt three times and, and loves his dad and loves his dad and and, and no, I don't mean to, I'm not I'm not even going to say anything about his dad dying because that's obviously hard and like you, yeah. you've got to respect him for that and, it's, and I, I think seeing was, him in the cage was just amazing. Fight, I think it's it's like that thing of the conversation of the ghost fight. comes in around yeah. that. I hope and that's his last fight because of that moment. I don't yeah. want to see him come back in because of that. I'd rather see him leave it in. He left everything he had in that cage that night. Mm-hmm. He went in, he dominated the next best guy, the most dangerous guy in the division to, to people's outlook. Like, I still think Connor is, is the most dangerous guy in that division other than Khabib. Mm-hmm. But he left every bit of emotion in that cage. I don't want to see him come back. Mm. Leave it at that. Stay that way. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think he doesn't need to go back into that cage. Everybody respects him enough. And he's going to be in that argument. And once yeah. you're in that goat argument, that's all you need to be. Yeah, his legs like made. Come here. Me made. and you can argue about this all day. Who's the goat? You yeah. could say it's GSP. I could say, well, it's John Jones. I was like, mm. I've seen GSP lose twice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could say, oh, it's Anderson Silva. I'm like, again, I've seen Anderson Silva get knocked out. I've never seen John Silva. And I could argue this all day, which, and you could tell me any name yeah. you want. I'm like, well, no, I mean. And like, but like, isn't that the beauty of us? Like, I agree. Exactly. And this is why the yeah. conversation, it doesn't matter what I think. Mm-hmm. It's my feckin' opinion. Mm-hmm. You're entitled to your own opinion. Yeah. And no matter what I say to you, you're mm-hmm. not going to change. Because, you know what? Ian Gary's right. Yeah. Ian is right. Like, what he's saying <laughs> makes sense. It's like, I don't care what he's saying. I like Khabib or I like GSP. And these are, and for me, I just want to be in that conversation. Yeah. I'm not, like, no one is ever going to be dead set the most, like, Khabib is, without a doubt, the most dominant fighter in UFC history because he's literally gone in, everybody knows what he's going to do, and he still does it. And no one has stopped it. Mm-hmm. So he is the most dominant fighter in UFC history. The, ba- the greatest athlete in the UFC is arguably GSP or probably Yoel Romero. They're just freaks. Mm-hmm. Like, Yoel Romero doing a backflip on command. Like, do you know what I mean? Matt, and into the splits and then just standing there like that. Like, he owns the room because he's an absolute unit. And then the greatest martial artists, Demetrius Johnson, John Jones, this, everyone's going to have an argument. If I can be in that argument, that's me. That, that's me happy. Okay, very final point before we wrap up. Finish the sentence. This is for... This is for... Uh, this is what you want... 
fans to say when you have hung up the gloves for the final time? I can tell you now, you don't have to finish the sentence. Ian Gary was. No, it's Ian Gary made me, made me want to fight. That's what it is. Ian Gary was the reason I started fighting. That's more important to me than Ian Gary was. Ian Gary made me want to start fighting. Ian Gary made me love, fall in love with this sport. The exact same way when I was watching Conor Rise. That's what I want. I want some kid to sit here in, the, in this country and fall in love with my journey. Like I fell in love with Conor's. And like, I remember going like through Alba Fair, uh, we were in Alicante, me and my best mate were in Alicante. And I remember going around trying to find a bar, trying to find a lock-in somewhere to let me watch him against Chad Mendes. I was banging <laughs> on doors trying to, I'm like, let me fucking in. I want some kid to have that same outlook on, on, on me as I did on Connor, watching him, watching him grow up through the ranks and, and see the whole country get behind him because he was, everyone fell in love with the passion and the drive and the, the, the confidence and the swagger he had. And if I can find, if I can inspire one kid to do this and he ends up, he ends up continuing this kind of buzz and this energy and this, like, the next wave, mm -hmm. that's me happy. Whatever happens in my career is going to happen because I made that happen. But at the end of the day, I want a kid to feel, I want, I want, I want parents, I want kids to look to not I want, I want to strive kids to want to do this and to look up to me and I want parents to go, all right. Okay, mm -hmm. you can do that. No, I'm going, oh, he's a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? I don't want you to do that. Do you know what I mean? Don't be like him. Mm -hmm. Not that. I just want someone to continue on the kind of... You want to inspire the next generation. Basically, yeah. And that's, but like, that's it. I want it. Like, Ian Gary made me want to be, want to do this. The exact same way I said to you, Connor, Connor was the reason I started mm -hmm. fighting. I want someone to say Ian was the reason I started fighting. And hopefully he's fucking good because I'd be sick if he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he made me start fighting. <laughs> oh, bollocks! Why did I let that kid? Why did I inspire that kid? He's getting sparred. Oh no! Um, but yeah, that's just the way. I just wanna. I just look. I just at the end of the day, whatever whatever anyone does or whatever I do, I like. I send my mama text before every fight, and I'm like, look. Regardless of what happens, know that I'm having fun. Mm. And when I'm punching this fella's face in, now I'm, out, I'm even having more fun. Mm. And when I get my hand raised, now I'm on a different planet and like, no one can, no one can touch me. Mm -hmm. And like, she's like, oh. and then I send her that gift that I don't have to when I fight it. <laughs> and she's like, oh no. I'm like, P.S. There will be blood. And she's like, oh no. The, the, the hands down, worst post-fight celebration I have ever it's, seen it's in Gary. It's the best. It's, it's the worst. Have you seen the gift? I've seen it's the gift. It's the best. Think about it. Think about this gift for a moment. You need to send this gift. You need to post this gift and post this bit that I'm explaining now. Think about this. That kid was at a baseball game or a, a game. He was on the big screen, loving life. His immediate reaction while all the dads are like yeah enjoying the game was to stand up <laughs> stick his tongue out pull his top up and go ah, and <laughs> that was his reaction how is that not golden <laughs> I see when I seen that stoppage and I seen you do it I literally was like no Ian no and I was like it is going to go viral and it did it's, so it have works. you seen the picture from it the I, picture the, yeah the picture you in your purple jocks like <laughs> bloody oh, hell they make me feel like a superhero as well those uh, purple jocks I tell you oh, they I look great loved them. I fucking love them my little ass I'm like that shaking <laughs> <loving> that. <laughs> 
Well, listen, as I, I think I seen it afterwards. I was like, Jesus, if you've done that for that, I can't wait to see his next post fight celebration. I was like, it's going to be a thing now. They're going to demand it. I'll see. I'll see. I don't know if I keep it the same or I do, but all I know is I'm going to win the next time. That's it. Oh, well, God, I need it before we go. We're wrapping up. We never even spoke We're about talking exclusive. So, I, I told you I talk so much shit. Jesus, there was so much ground we didn't cover there. But post fight, our post fight interview, do you hear me? Next fight, exclusive Cage Warriors trilogy, December 12th. Yes, it's December 12th. I I'm, I'm, I won't say the opponent, but say the opponent. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if I'm allowed. I think okay, I'm okay, in okay, trouble. Don't. I think I. I don't want to piss. Wanna, I, I don't want to piss, piss off Brain Boy. I don't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> but yes, it is. I am on. I am on the the, the Cage Warriors trilogy. I, they look. They haven't announced it. So I'm, I'm. People are texting me wanting to know when I'm fighting. I'm, I have no problem telling them. Like, yeah. I'm not sitting here waiting for someone to post about me. Yeah, I'm fighting on December 12th, and people will find out who soon. But nothing stopped me from getting my hand raised, and I can't wait to go in there, go five and zero, oh, and then take a little. Bit, hopefully, take a little bit of a break and straight back into work. I want to get a couple of tattoos and then just just relax and then go Jesus. straight into it. Absolutely. Any any tattoos in mind? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna cry. Don't oh, go don't go. Into, oh, Very quickly, Shane's gonna be like, "Come on, get us out yeah, of here." I've I've an older dead brother. Oh, and we have, a, we have a footprint, we have a charcoal footprint of his, of his, of his footprint when he died. He died as a baby. He was a miscarriage. Um, he basically, the umbilical cord is wrapped around his neck three times and basically died to lack of oxygen. You're kidding me. Yeah, I know. It's, it's horrible, but we have a charcoal like footprint of his footprint at home. And I want to get it on my foot so that he's walking through life with me because my middle name is after him. So my middle name is Ian David Gary and his name was David. So mm -hmm. I don't know, just because I'm like, right, well, if he can't, if he's not here, so I want him to, I want him to kind of be here with me. And I would have loved it because I, like I would have based, he would have got a knockout in the last fight if that was the case because it was a left high kick. So I'm a bit annoyed I didn't get it already. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what that's I want. That's such a lovely sentiment. I'm so sorry. I didn't know, I didn't dad, know that at like, all. I was only talking about it yesterday to my mom and to my dad because, and my family, I was over my nana talking to her and they're saying like maybe this is a reason as to why I am so confident or I am mm -hmm. so like loved I feel like mm -hmm. that like, and I I have this energy about me is because my family went through such a tough time like losing their first kid and then not like literally less than he was born October and then the following November, I was born. Like, there was literally, like, mom and dad didn't waste any feckin' time, I can tell you that. Like, straight back on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Is and that then, what your mom calls him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he <laughs> out, out pops me. And, like, she was only telling me last night, like, how, like, literally every Saturday, my nana would be over at half nine. My uncle would be over at 10. They'd all end up being there. And my mom's like, right, just take the feckin' baby. I need to clean my fucking house because mm. all of you seem to be here. And like, just the, like the, just maybe like the fact that everybody, like I had this so much love because the family went through such a tough time. Yeah. Maybe that is why I'm so confident. Maybe that is a reason why I don't care what I do because, I'm, because I know no matter what, I'm going to be proud of myself because I have people there that back me. And this is all a, a massive thing that like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Wow. It's just, it's just, but yeah, that's, that's my, that's the one tattoo I want to get. I have a couple more in mind. Um, that's a lovely I've, 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 I have a good couple more in mind, but uh, they're for different reasons. But that one is the, that one's the one I've wanted for a while. And that's I, the lovely one. Well, I have to take time off because it's going to wreck if I, if I go spiral yeah, or something like that. Yeah, absolutely, on so. your feet. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's such a lovely sentiment. I guess we'll leave it at that then, won't we? And that's <laughs> I don't better before I start bloody crying. It's like a roller coaster of emotions the last hour. I don't know whether I'm coming or going here. Oh my 
like crying one minute, laughing the next. Bloody hell, Ian Gary. But um, listen, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. It was thank so good to have me. you in. And genuinely, hands and hearts, I'm so excited for what happens for you. I really yeah, am. I appreciate it. And I wouldn't say that about many. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, as, as I say to people, it's like, hey, it's like, I appreciate your opinion. Even though I don't care about it, I appreciate it if it's for me. It's like, people are like to me, best of luck in your fight. I'm like, I don't need it, but thanks. Um, no, I, I've had a great time and it's been good talking. It's been a while since you're talking. Literally, it the last, is, last yeah. time we talked was attacking Chris that time. You yes. cried You cried then I as cried well. I cried at that interview yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah, you cried. Taka was talking about his dad. Taka was talking about his dad and how what what did he say? It's a tribe to build. A f- it takes a, a it takes a tribe to build. Oh, I can't yeah, it's a family and then like it takes. Yeah, I remember him saying it and then it was just yeah, it got you. He got you good. He done well. He did. I remember did. saying to him, "You done well, Taka. You done yeah. well." And you were like, oh, "But no, like he uh, yeah." So like, it's thank just, you so much. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting to be you know on the outskirts and getting to see like your your progression and and how where you've come from. To where you're going, I'm really excited for you. As, so. I, as I say to everyone, will, and this will be the close, and we'll say it, we'll leave this. Sit back, buckle up, and just enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's gonna be fucking special. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm gonna use this when it happens. <laughs> I work away. I'm gonna, work sell, away. I'm gonna sell this. Okay. This is my retirement fund. Just make sure you put a pretty face, the picture of me, like like I'll do like a picture, like one of those, like look at me, I'm gorgeous, one of them ones. <laughs> put it as the thumbnail. <laughs> well, listen. Thank you very much. I look forward to December 12th, five and zero. Oh. Yes. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's um, do it. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in, uh, Ian Gary, for the first exchange podcast. 